Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here in our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe the remedy for chaos and clutter in our lives is Jesus. The more we desire him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it is to live more simply. So I have a special guest on the podcast today and I'm super excited to share her story with you. She's actually a listener who reached out to me and wanted to share her story with you all and I am so thankful that she did because it is a story of stepping out in faith, it is a story of community, and it is a story that has to do with homeschooling. All things that I love, right? So no matter if you're a homeschooler or not, you are going to be blessed by hearing about what our guest is doing for the homeschooling community. And just like I said, a great story of stepping out in faith. Before we start, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, as always, Apologia. Apologia is a Christ-centered, award-winning homeschool curriculum provider, and their mission is to help homeschooling students and families learn, live, and defend the Christian faith through their print and digital curriculum and online classes. If you are new to homeschooling or just thinking about homeschooling, visit them for some free resources. They also have some brand new products out there. So go check them out at Apologia.com. I want to remind you that our Simply Living for Him community is open for all women. It is completely free. It is an online community. We offer Bible studies every month. We offer scripture writing and memorization challenges. We have a prayer group. We also now have Zoom chats where we get on these Zoom calls and we talk about different things relating to our faith. And it's just amazing to connect with other women. The past few Zoom calls, we have met with women from all over the world. It's so exciting. So I'd love for you to join us. Right now we have a group that is doing a six-week journey to the cross with Jesus. It has been such a blessing. It is a very like um, self-guided kind of just quiet, reflective, meditative time in the word, but then you have the benefit of the community to discuss what you're learning, and it has just been such a blessing to me already. So go check that out at simplylivingforhim.com slash community, and come on over and join us. All right, well, now I am excited to introduce to you my guest today. We're going to talk about homeschooling in this episode, and I'm super excited because this is a listener who reached out to me um, who wanted to share about her homeschooling journey and what she she is doing in her community. And I'm super excited to get into this conversation because I think it's going to bless so many people out there, whether you're thinking about homeschooling, whether you've just started homeschooling, um, whether you've been doing it a while, everybody needs a refresher, but we're going to talk about being called to homeschool and then how you can find a lot of support in your homeschool and uh, just in your community. So today I have Stephanie Wiscott from the Deeply Rooted Learning Center in Cape May, New Jersey, which I'm excited about because I'm a Jersey girl as well, which many people don't always associate me with New Jersey when they see my farmy pictures and things like that. Uh, and Stephanie is from a beautiful part of New Jersey as well, down in Cape May, which is down the shore. So welcome, Stephanie. Thank you so much, Karen, for having me today. I'm so excited to talk to you as well. I am too. So Stephanie, you reached out to me a while ago, and I, this has been going on for a while, like a little bit of back and forth, like life was crazy for me. And then we finally got connected. And I always believe that God's timing is perfect. And so 
whatever reason, you know, it got delayed or whatever. I really believe that God's timing is perfect and that he will bring the people he needs to hear this message today. So why don't you tell a little bit about who you are and what you do? And then we're going to talk about um, our homeschooling journeys a little bit, but let everybody know who you are and what you are doing. So um, yeah, like you said, I'm from Cape May, New Jersey. So we're kind of a unique spot. I have a little bit of land here. So I have some farm animals, but we were just down at the beach today. I have three little guys. Um, Well, they're not getting, they're growing up quick, but uh, they are four, six, and eight. So close in age. Um, And my husband, which is kind of unique, is he is a commercial fisherman. So I have to be kind of single mom for a lot of the time. He's, he goes out uh, quite often. So 75% 75% of the time I'm doing mom and the, you know, my whole life without oh, him, wow. but um, yeah, but he's really supportive and he's got such a great career. And that was, you know, one of the reasons too, we decided to homeschool because his busy season is during the summer mm. and he's home during the winter. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So you've been homeschooling for how many years then? I pulled my daughter out of kindergarten um, so it's been about two years now. Okay. That's so awesome. Fairly new. And, but I was, a school, oh, I'm sorry. I was a school teacher for 10 years prior to me pulling her out. Oh, wow. Yes. So everyone's like, oh, well, that's why you homeschool. Cause you're a teacher, but I want to just throw that out in the beginning that, <laughs> um, gave me a handicap. I would say, Yeah, I've heard that I before. had, to, oh yeah. I had to rethink schooling completely in order to homeschool because teaching a classroom and teaching your children, two different worlds. Yes. I've heard that from so many other um, people that were teachers. I've heard that so many times. That's interesting. And so you pulled your daughter out, you decided to homeschool. And so did you start, so you have the deeply rooted learning center in Cape May, New Jersey. So you started that right when you began homeschooling. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. Um, That's amazing. I'll tell you (laughs) <laughs> well, I'll tell you the whole okay, story. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense. It was very choppy. Um, I just, I was a school teacher for uh, about 10 years. I was in the school system. And the last two years of it, I was pregnant with my son, which was my third, took a long maternity leave. And I was teaching fourth and fifth grade, took maternity leave. And then when I was coming back, they decided to put me in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Now for anybody that is out there teaching fourth and fifth grade to kindergarten, that's a big huge difference. difference. Right. Yeah. And most people are like, kindergarten's the worst, unless you're a kindergarten teacher and love it. Everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) So it was a blessing. Like you said in the beginning, God's timing is just perfect. So I went into that year. I had actually just, um, I don't want to say came to faith, but I just started reading the Bible. Mm -hmm. I was raised Catholic, Mm -hmm. but I never read the Bible. Mm -hmm. And going into that kindergarten year, I started reading the Bible with the new church I started to attend. Um, and I just had, I held on tight to Jesus the whole year. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know what you're doing, but I, the things that the public school wanted me to do with these children, I, I couldn't agree with. Mm-hmm. And it was just super hard to continue that job mm-hmm. being in the mindset that Jesus had, Jesus had put me in. Right. So by the end of the year, I'm crying just about every day. And my husband and I agreed that I could leave work, but I was going to pursue a career in health coaching. Mm-hmm. So I left the job, things went crazy, where what I lined up to work for, nothing worked out. So I put Riley, my oldest, into public school. And I just, it, it didn't sit well. Right. 
but I didn't know why. I didn't know any other option, really. There's not many homeschoolers around here, so I never really thought about it. They were just weirdos. From what I, <laughs> I, w- I was one of those people. I thought they were all weirdos. And here I am. I'm a weirdo for 15 years. <laughs> I'm proud of it, right? <laughs> but I can remember this one day in particular, I was talking to my aunt and out of my mouth came, I feel like I'm supposed to homeschool my kids. Wow. And I said it, and it was kind of like that out of body experience. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what did I just say? Like, no, I'm not a homeschooler. And my aunt was taken back like, wait, what? Right. Homeschool? And I did the same thing. And I told my husband about it. And he's like, absolutely not. Right. Absolutely not. But every week when we did our Bible study with this group of girls that I had, it just sat on me so hard. I'm like, guys, I feel like I'm supposed to homeschool. And I prayed and I prayed and I prayed about it. Um, And God sent me my friend, Sarah. um, And we just started talking one day at the playground. And then we just thought, wouldn't it be really great if we had some kind of community around here, like like like-minded, you know, wanting to raise our kids in nature. Cause I was big about being outside. I still am. Um, So we started a nature club. This was back. Yeah, in 2018, we started the Nature Club and we just threw it out to a bunch of friends saying, every week we're going to meet up. Mm-hmm. We're going to get together, go to some park, either go to on a nature trail. And it grew, Karen. Oh, it grew so fast. That's so awesome. And here I am. It was so cool. And I am learning to read the Bible, but not only reading the Bible, but learning how to disciple others, right. which was I think, a big component. Like it, it wasn't just about me. It was about getting the message out. So during Nature Club, we were sharing the message of Jesus. Oh, it's beautiful. It was so cool. And it just evolved. And then at, the more I prayed on homeschooling, one day Sarah and I were on a nature trail and we're like, wouldn't it be great to have like a spot to go? Maybe I could homeschool if my husband saw this community in a set place mm-hmm. versus just nature club. And then it just continued to evolve. And this idea of having a place, we named it Deeply Rooted. Um, because we wanted everything to be deeply rooted in God Mm -hmm. and his creation. So if we think about Psalms uh, chapter one, verse three, it says they are like trees planted along the river Mm -hmm. bank, Mm -hmm. bearing fruit each season. Mm -hmm. We just wanted to harvest that and say, you know what, we're going to do this for God. We're going to create a center, not necessarily be focused as a Christian community, but just a community to offer to homeschoolers, to just people that want to get together and, and enjoy God's nature. And we've just been kind of discipling people ever since. It's been awesome. People have come to faith through coming to our community. Oh, wow. We have Bibles out. Yeah, we have. It's so cool. That is so cool. <laughs> so that is a long-winded answer. That is amazing. God is so good in how he leads us in these things. You know, it, you kind of remind me when I first um, decided to homeschool and many people know my story from my books and the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. And I also did not, you know, have any intention of ever homeschooling, but I had that, re- I, I had almost that conversation with a friend like, well, maybe, you know, my family won't think of, cause my husband was on board, but my family wasn't, maybe my family right. would be okay with it. If we do like some kind of a group where it's sort of like a school, you know, we were try- I remember like my wheels were turning and we were trying to, to do something like that. I never ended up doing it, but I totally remember that feeling like, you know, maybe it would be better to do this with others because I also was just jumping into it alone. I didn't really know anybody who homeschooled. Um, so I kind of, I, I can relate to that part of the story. And so when you started um, the community, then your husband was on board with it? Um, yes and no. Uh, we, 
had a storefront. We own the, the shopping center. So this place just never could, we could never rent it out. So I said, we have that spot, oh, you know, wow. I'll put it in there. So it, everything, like it was so lined up with God. He just completely set it all up. And yeah, my husband was like, well, it's not used. You know, maybe you guys could do something in it. Sure. Give it a whirl. I think he kind of thought, sure, if it doesn't work out to go back to school and you'll be off my back. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I think that's where he's kind of at. But just with COVID, he's like, man, it's really good we homeschool. Isn't it amazing <laughs> that you guys started this too, not too long before COVID? Was it a year before or so that you were doing it? Yeah, just a little over a year. Okay, wow. We were, I mean, with the Nature Club and the center, it was two years, but the center itself was pretty much just a year in. So tell me a little bit about the center itself. Do you offer classes? Like exactly how does it work on a daily basis? Yeah, well, one of the things um, I just want to throw is Heidi St. John's. I listen to her podcast too. Yeah. She has, yeah, she has a resource center. I don't know if you've ever yes. seen yep. that. So she was talking about it on a podcast and she said, I wish everybody would open up a resource center. And I said, oh, okay. So that's what we were originally, Deeply Rooted Resource Center. But it's evolved over the years Mm -hmm. or over the year and some. (laughs) Um, But uh, what we offer right now is we have handicrafts on Wednesdays. So like I said, I'm on the farm. So I teach different handicrafts like knitting, crocheting. We actually yeah, we card wool. We're going to have a spinning wool class. Oh, I want to be we a do. part of this. That's awesome. That sounds so fun. Yeah, we tried wood carving this last month, but the kids are young. So we had to end up doing carving soap and we tried potatoes. So we've, we've done a couple different things, but sometimes we even, we have so many donations come in with crafts that we sometimes just put out all the material and they get creative mm. and make whatever they want. So my daughter, we got baby chicks yesterday oh, during handicraft. <laughs> she made the baby chicks a house oh, and put that in for them. Yeah, so it's just kind of like that kind of crafts. Um, I have another woman that has come on board this year. Her name's Tree. She's awesome. She uh, does a play group meetup once a week and does a sprouting artist class with them. So it's like a little kid art class. Mm-hmm. Super sweet. Um, yeah, we have pl- uh, the playground meetups which once a week she sets a different playground for people to meet at. We have the nature club once a week. We have, a, we actually started a library oh, in May. That's awesome. Yeah. It, we got it because of the frustration with the libraries being closed. And I'm sure you yes. can relate as a homeschooler. You need books. Yeah. You need books. So we decided to open up our own library. That and the public library that we have here, my daughter continuously grabbed books that were not appropriate and that really frustrated me so our books are all good living books with a good message in them um you know we try to stay away from all the other stuff that they shouldn't be hearing this sounds fabulous oh my goodness (laughs) sounds so wonderful and you know what like is striking me number one Number one, you just started out homeschooling and you didn't just like jump into homeschooling. You're you built you're building this community center. Like that is amazing to me. And that is such a um a testimony of like just jumping in, like following God, you know, like 
not holding back out of fear. Like I'm listening to you and I've been doing this 15 years and I'm like, Karen, you know, you never did anything like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like I would have been held back in the beginning so much by fear. So I think it's amazing that you stepped out in faith, not only to homeschool, but to start this center and to see that it's growing. And, you know, the purposes are the deeply rooted, you know, in God, like it can't fail because if you're sharing Jesus with, with just one person that week, I mean, that's amazing. And the focus, on discipling children. And like you said, with the the book selections, like that's just all amazing. And the other aspect I'm hearing, you know, that I think is so admirable is this idea of building community, because as homeschoolers, you can feel so lonely. You can feel um, like, you know, you're, you're trudging up this hill doing this alone. And I know when I first started out, Um, I always felt like on the fringe, like I'm not like all those other homeschoolers. They all know what they're doing and I don't have a clue. Like I, I, you know, I would have loved to have, you know, something. And you said, uh, I think when we were talking earlier before we started recording, but you said it's a lot of younger, younger families. I would have loved to have, you know, something like that. So community is so important when you're homeschooling and, you know, I do homeschool consulting appointments and, Um, just recently I've had such a boom, an influx of, uh, inquiries because so many people are deciding because of COVID to homeschool and they're looking for guidance. Um, and they're also just looking for those, you know, to kind of walk alongside with them. So I think you're providing like such a need. I'm wondering, did you get, um, a lot more, uh, folks to your community during the COVID? Like, have you seen that, um, that time where people are, you know, jumping into homeschooling because a lot of people were kind of forced into it. They're virtual schooling and we all know that's not homeschooling, right? But once they start doing that, they realize, hey, maybe I could do this at home or they don't want to have this whole like, you know, hybrid learning half in, half out. And this has given, at least in my experience um, with the people I talk to lately, the COVID has really um, given those people who kind of always thought about it or maybe were interested in homeschooling, like the courage to just do it. Have you had that as your experience? Yes, absolutely. That's where I, we were considering buying a new property, just a bigger space because we have, we've tripled our numbers of members in our community. So it's been awesome. That's amazing. That's right. COVID's been so bad for so many people, but in our deeply rooted community. We're like, this is great. You know, look what God's doing in all of this craziness. And I love the hands-on things that you're providing. You know, a lot of people, you know, if anybody has listened to me for any time or read any of my books, knows that I am all about real life learning, hands-on, you know, and so many people get so caught up in checking off the boxes and the academics and what curriculum should I choose and, you know, all of that stuff. And while it's important, there's nothing more important than discipling your children in, in homeschooling to me. That is the reason we do what we do and to honor God and and give him glory and to follow him. And, you know, um, so many people, they just get really caught up in, you know, oh, I can't homeschool because what if I don't, you know, meet all these requirements and do all these things? And I'm like, there's so much life to be learned in life. You know, there's so much to, especially in the younger years, you know, to do that hands-on stuff. I love hearing that you guys are doing, you know, hands-on in the nature club and all of that. That just sounds wonderful. And, you know, such a great resource because I think sometimes the homeschooling community gets like 
a little saturated with the co-ops, the academic co-ops and, you know, all the focus on um, doing all those, you know, like I said, checking boxes. But there's so much. And to have like a center and a community where families can, you know, meet one another and families can um, walk this journey together and then do these things that are like real life learning. I just think that's amazing. Stephanie, what is your favorite part about homeschooling? Uh, Well, you're going to think I'm crazy, but I actually homeschool this year because of COVID, my nieces and nephews. Oh, wow. So I have... Just three days a week, I take my kid, those kids. So there's seven of them all together. And yesterday was just absolutely wonderful. It helped that the weather was nice because yeah. we've had so many crummy days. Right. I know. I think you guys want more snow, but we've just had rain. And rain oh, we've had feet of here. snow. We're not counting in inches anymore. <laughs> we've had feet of three feet and more of snow. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, we got we get like a dusting, but mostly rain. And um, yesterday was just so wonderful. I said, guys it's beautiful. We just need to be outside. So we got done real quick. I, I make sure they do reading and math every yeah. day. Like that's always a focus, but the rest of it just comes, yeah. it all comes together. Yeah. So we just spent the whole day outside my daughter and her um, cousin, they want to build a garden. So we were out there shoveling the grass up to make a new garden for them. Oh, wow. We had, we're low. <laughs> so we have a pond right now because of all the yeah. rain and the boys have spent hours playing in the pond, wondering if they were going to be tadpoles and they grabbed some wood and let that float. And they were shipwrecked at one point. And this is what I loved about homeschooling. As a teacher, I got in trouble so many times for taking my kids out to read on the grass because I wasn't available to answer my phone or it wasn't safe. And it killed me. I was like, it's so nice out. (laughs) So that's my favorite part of homeschooling. Absolutely. Being outside to read a book, the freedom of it. Amen. I love that. I love it too. And I, I wanted to ask you, since you were a teacher and you told me before that you kind of had to retrain yourself, a lot of my homeschooling clients or a lot of the people that I meet uh, were teachers in the past, or I will talk to people that are kind of thinking about homeschooling and their experience though is only in the classroom. And so, you know, it's, it's, there's a huge difference, right? And you found that when you started homeschooling, that it's not at all the same, right? No, not even close. Um, I would definitely want to give credit to you and Heidi St. John. And um, I read the book Wild and Free. I was lucky enough. I went through uh, Catholic schooling the whole time. So I I, somehow I was instilled to be a lifelong learner. So when I decided to school, I read a lot of books and your books. I read all of those. Oh, thank you. And (laughs) <laughs> they're wonderful. But I, and you also talk about that all the time. Cause I would get caught up. And sometimes when I talk to friends, especially my daughter being in second grade, I'm like, Oh, I'm not doing enough with her that I go back to what you say. Um, and I don't know if this was written in your book or if I got it from somewhere else, but we can teach them so much, but whatever we miss, God will make up for the oh, rest. Amen. Yes. And that, it's so comforting to me. I'm like, you know what? We didn't do that last year. We'll do it now. Yeah. And you know, he's got a lot more years to go. You're on a totally, <laughs> yeah, you're on a totally different timetable. I always tell this to my clients. You're on a totally different timetable yeah. once you're home um, than you are in school, you know? And it seems like, oh, we have to fit all in. I'm like, you have so much more time when you're home because you're learning literally all day, right? From morning till night. And yeah. yeah, there's just, there's so many benefits to homeschooling. And I would say to anybody listening, a lot of, a lot of my uh, listeners are homeschoolers, but 
Many of them aren't, but I would say if you are thinking about homeschooling and you're kind of on the fence, you know, there's no harm in stepping out in faith and just giving it a try. I mean, always, always following God. If God, you know, a lot of people say, well, God is nudging me, but I'm not sure. I'm like, if God is nudging you, then there's nothing to think about, right? You just take that leap of faith and see what God does. And to me, listening to your story, Stephanie, it's amazing to see that you took a leap of faith and really God is working in wonderful ways in your um, in your family, in your homeschool, but in this uh, homeschool uh, learning center. So what is the future for the deeply, uh, deeply, deeply rooted learning center? What are, what are you looking at? Uh, well, sure. If you don't mind me jumping back real quick with the homeschool, one of sure. the benefits for people who are considering homeschooling, and hopefully they look at this as a positive, but it's the time with your family, I think is so important. I know with Um, my daughter when she was in school. And when I was teaching, when we got home, we were just miserable. Like the two of us are retired from the day and it was not rewarding to be with each other. But now we have so many opportunities throughout the day to just connect and talk about things and just share life together. So, I mean, in that aspect, they grow so fast. We only really get to have them for 18 years until they're doing something else. So in this mean, you know, big scheme of things, that's not a lot of time. So I think for homeschoolers, yeah, it, it happens quick. Um, but for the future for Deeply Rooted, I, I'm not sure exactly what God has planned for us. We had talked about offering a hybrid program because I really want to offer, I want people to have an opportunity to homeschool and not be afraid. Mm. So giving them as many tools as I can. I don't know if I mentioned before, all of our programming is free. That's amazing. We run Everything's run from grants and donations. So if we can financially offer a free hybrid program, I would love to do that in our community. But um, I'm not sure exactly where he's leading us. Just continue to build, I guess. Continue to keep your eyes on him. Well, the takeaways are from your story, I mean, are such a blessing to me and I'm sure to anyone listening to step out in faith, the importance of community, and now just realizing that when you said you're offering everything for free, I mean, that is just amazing. So you obviously can tell that you're completely committed to following the Lord wholeheartedly in this because, you know, that's truly providing for the community um, just such a wonderful gift. I mean, anyone listening to this in any earshot of Cape May, New Jersey (laughs) needs to look this up because this sounds like a gem. So do you have a website or a Facebook page or somewhere where people can find you? Yes, we are on Facebook. We do have a private group too. Um, we just let only you know people that are homeschooling or people with young families in that private community. And then on our our website is just www. Deeply Rooted CM as in Kate May org. So that's our nonprofit. And there's ways to donate if anybody feels called to you know support us. We love to take any crafty donations because the kids just love to create all different things. And then also, you know, financial donations are fantastic. Yeah, what a worthy cause. I mean, there's no better investment than investing in children and in um, such a worthy cause. So if you don't live near Cape May, New Jersey, what do you suggest if somebody was looking to start their own type of center like this or their own, you know, community um, for homeschoolers? What do you suggest? Uh, they are more than welcome to reach out to me. I love talking homeschool and I've done, 
done similar consulting, like you were saying, you're done, not nearly as intense as you're doing, but just kind of getting people some information on how to get started. And a lot of times I send them to you. Actually. <laughs> I recommend you're consulting. I'm like, if you want a weekly thing, um, but they can reach out to me. I would love to see other deeply rooted communities set up. It's kind of why we set our website as deeply rooted Kate May. Mm. I have a friend up in, then they moved up to Northern Jersey and she was considering opening something up there. And I told her, just start with Nature Club. Yeah. See if you get people involved. Um, if people want to do stuff, we'll, we'll grow you like we did. That's amazing. That is so cool. I love what you are doing. I love the fact that you just jumped all in with homeschooling. I mean, again, I think to be a new homeschooler and to, and to start such a um, program is truly truly amazing. And I, I truly believe that it's God, you know, that's all God, obviously, because that's a real leap of faith. I was a scared homeschooler my first year. I would never have been able to do anything like that. So I think that is just so admirable. And I, I'm sure that you give God all the glory. So that's awesome. So yeah. if you're listening out there and you're a homeschooler or you're thinking about it, or, you know, this sounds appealing to you, you know, I would encourage you reach out to Stephanie. Um, I would especially encourage you if you um, live in that area to check out her community, to check out their website, to donate if you can, because this is truly, um, like I said, an investment in children and in homeschooling and in discipling our children. It's about so much more than education and academics. It's about so much more when we, when we talk about homeschooling. And if you don't live in the area, maybe you're out there and you're thinking, I know a lot of people probably want to do something like this, but are afraid. They're afraid to take that step. They're afraid that what if it fails? What if it doesn't work? What if no one comes? What, you know, but where will we meet? Like all those questions. And it sounds like to me, you just jumped right in. And I always tell people like when you walk in faith and not fear, you can't even imagine all the things that God would do. I mean, when I started homeschooling, my family was so against me. I'm sure if you read my books, you've heard about this. They were like, you're going to ruin our grandchildren. This is the worst thing you could ever do. You know, we're going to, you know, we'll never be able to support you. And, you know, for me, my leap of faith was like, okay, everybody thinks I'm crazy. My husband didn't. He was on board. But I was like, everybody else thinks I'm crazy. But I really have to just follow God and do this. And, you know, we did it for one year and one year led to two years. And then I was sort of like, hey, I kind of like this and started, you know, just a little hobby blog back then about what we were doing. And people started reading it and it gradually snowballed into writing articles for magazines and writing, you know, uh, for other blogs. And then all of a sudden I'm writing books and I'm going on the road and speaking about it and having a podcast. Like it just built. But if you had asked me, back then, oh, you're going to homeschool and you're going to have a ministry and you're going to do all these things. I would have laughed my head off. Like it doesn't even make any sense. Right. And that's the thing. We don't, we, we don't know. Like if we just take one step, we don't know what God could have you start a nature club that turns into this um, learning center, which turns into two learning centers, which turns into learning centers across the country. Right. Like you never know. We have no idea the mind of God. We have no idea what he sets forth for us. And it's just, you know, he has a plan and it is far beyond anything that we could like logically think of sometimes. So I'd encourage people out there, like if you've been like, oh, that would be great to do a center or to do something like that, reach out to Stephanie, get the advice, start praying about it and do it because time is short. 
homeschool life is short and life is short, right? And you've got to just step out in faith and do the things that you feel that God is calling you to do. Stephanie, it's obviously God called you to homeschool and to do this center. And I just, I really admire your story. And I thank you so much for sharing it with us today. Yeah, thank you. I, I want to touch one thing you were mentioning about the classes. Yeah. I did have classes where nobody showed up. Absolutely. There's been, and, and days where, I would offer the classes and then I just sat there like, God, why, what, what am I doing? I'm crazy for doing all this right now. Like you said, I haven't been homeschooling that long and the center. And I'm kind of one of those people that jump and don't always look first, you know, yeah. just kind of go for it. Yeah. But yeah, it, it was hard. It was really hard those days when nobody showed up and, the, you know, the self doubt, the enemy attacks. Yes. I was mentioning to you before we talked, mm-hmm. you know, I felt like he was attacking me this week. Don't talk to Karen. Don't tell her <laughs> what's going on. But well, I'm glad you didn't listen. God, <laughs> he God gives you the strength to do what you need to do. And I didn't mention my partner, Sarah, she just had a baby um, back in, gosh, what was that November now? So she's been kind of on a maternity leave. And I was like, oh my word, yeah. what am I going to yeah. do without Sarah? And he sent me people. I have three moms join us this year. So now our board is five people strong and they've been oh, such a blessing. Oh, so they've taken off so much of the burden for me and so it's not just me. It's it's a community doing this all together. That's, that's amazing. And um, exactly what you said about the enemy. As homeschooling moms, I always say we automatically have like a target on our back because um, homeschooling glorifies God, disciples our children, you know, teaches about the Lord. So obviously right there, we get a target on our back and we're always going to have to be um, deeply rooted, like you said, in the word and in community and in the truth to fight those battles that are going to definitely come. Like I tell any new homeschooler, do not think it's not going to be hard. Do not think if something happens one day that is terrible, that that means you shouldn't homeschool. Just like you said, do not think because you had a class and no one should showed up that you should close down the center. Like, who are you? You're crazy, right? You shouldn't be doing this. Uh-huh. I've, I've had those exact same experiences. You know, the very first time I went and spoke at like a real convention, I was like, if nobody shows up, I'm going to die. Like if nobody comes to my session, like, what will I do? And, you know, my husband would speak truth into me and be like, that's, you'll go on to the next one. Like, this is what God called you to do. And you don't evaluate by one you know, one time. And it's so true that the enemy will, no matter what we do in life, whether it's stepping out in faith and homeschooling and starting a center or whatever it is, he will always try to attack. And it's no surprise that you said that this week was, um, you were, you know, thinking you shouldn't talk to me or whatever. I can't even tell you, I've been speaking for, I don't know now, since maybe 2012. Uh, is that 10 years? Oh my gosh. No, like nine years. So I can't even tell you. And it still happens. Every single trip we go on, we have an attack that week. Like every single trip, you know, we have some major catastrophe. Something tries to hinder me from going. Every time I speak at any convention, no matter how big or how small, my little voice, you know, tells me beforehand, no one needs to listen to you. Who, you know, what do you have to go out there and say? Like it, it never goes away, but you have to fight it. You fight it with, um, truth and knowing that the enemy will always attack because you're going to do something good. And we wanted to share this message today about homeschooling and about walking in faith and about what your center is doing. So of course the enemy is going to attack. So that is certainly no surprise um, to me. And some of the greatest things I've done, um, 
I don't want to say I've done, that God has done, but like big things that I've done have had the biggest attacks beforehand. So that is no surprise, you know. So we're not listening to you, enemy, because God will be glorified in our conversation. And I am just so confident that there is somebody on the other side of this podcast that is going to be listening, whether it's right away when I um, post this or whether it's in months from now, somebody is listening. I know it. I either you'll hear from them, Stephanie, and you'll have to let me know or I will. And they're going to say, this message was for me. I needed to hear this. I'm so confident of it. So I can't wait to see who that's going to be. Maybe it'll be more than one person, but I'm confident that this message is going to, um, encourage somebody, whether it's to step out in faith and homeschooling, whether it's to step out in faith and starting a center. And maybe you're not a homeschooler, but you just needed to hear this message about starting out in faith, you know, and doing something in your community. Um, that's just, I really truly believe the, the, uh, purpose behind this today. Stephanie, I talked a lot. Do you have <laughs> anything else that, <laughs> that you want to add in or share with the listeners about, homeschooling or your community or anything I missed and didn't touch on, please feel free. Yeah, no, I think we've covered uh, just about everything I wanted to talk to. I mean, I, I will throw out that like our center, we are Christians, obviously, but we have Muslims that have join us. We have um, somebody who's a Hindu has joined us. And it's just been fascinating to show God's love and show Jesus's love to these people. And uh, actually the one who is a uh, Hindu. She just started a Bible study. Oh my goodness. So it's, it's, oh my yeah, it's pretty amazing. And she's fantastic. Her kids are great. She's just, she's awesome. That, so I'm so grateful. And she wanted to jump into the community. She was craving community. So I'm like, oh, well, that's why God sent you to us. So it just gives us hope. Um, and it just watching him work in these dark times. Mm. It's beautiful. That really, is he's really cool. doing. I give you so, so much special. credit for what you are doing. I think that is such, that is just such a beautiful testimony. And to have you know, it be grounded though in um, the truth and to be able to share that with those who join your center. I mean, that's just amazing. That can change lives. So it's like, forget the homeschooling, really you know, forget the homeschooling stuff. We're, <laughs> we're sharing the gospel. I love it. It's beautiful. So yeah, that's just, wonderful. well, that's what you talk about all the time. Oh, I'm no, sorry. Go ahead. That's what you always talk about too. I feel like on your podcast, you're always, it's, you know, it's not about the homeschooling. That's secondary. You know, our, we're living our lives for God. And in the library, we have free Bibles to hand out the Jesus storybook Bibles. Awesome. They're great. We made these, uh, we call them DBS boards. They're disciple Bible study. Um, so it just kind of steps the children through questions as they're reading the Bible. It's just like the hands-on way of reading the Bible. So we have them to give out for free to people that are interested so it's just, it's, it's really been fantastic watching him do it, but anybody could do it. I'm not anybody special. It's just listening, like you said, to God and anybody can do what I'm doing and with the community. So that is amazing. I'm inspired, Stephanie. I'm so thankful that you came on the podcast today. I'm so thankful that you shared your story with us and let's tell everybody again, your website. And I would encourage every single person to go check it out. And, you know, if you feel led to donate and help support the mission here at Deeply Rooted Learning Center. Um, so just remind us what your web and I'll put this up on the show notes. So if anybody's listening and they're in the car and they're not going to write down the website, I will make sure it's all up on my website with the information um, in the show notes. But Stephanie, go ahead and tell everybody again where we can find you. The website is deeply rooted Kate May, or I'm sorry, deeply rooted CM as in Kate May dot org. And then the Facebook group is just deeply rooted learning center. Excellent. That is so 
wonderful. Yeah, and then I'm on, if they want to follow me too, I'm on Instagram, just as Stephanie Wiscott. And I post a lot of just homeschooling tips and whatnot. We try to do the Instagram deeply rooted. I'm just not as good. Yeah. <laughs> it's too many. <laughs> yeah, you can only do so much, right? Well, it sounds like you're doing so many great things and praise the Lord for um, what he's doing in your homeschool and in the center. And I'm just so thankful that we got to hear your story today. Wow, wasn't that such an amazing time? I had a great time chatting with Stephanie. I hope that you were blessed in some way by her story, whether it's taking a step out in faith, whether it's uh, pursuing a homeschool calling, um, you know, that you would just pray about where God is leading you. And it's just amazing the things that he does when we follow him in obedience. So thank you to Stephanie for joining us and sharing your story. Go check out her website and support her if you can. At the very least, please pray for their uh, learning center. It's just amazing what she's doing there with the Deeply Rooted Learning Center. I wanted to remind you that our Simply Living for Him online community is doing a lot of great things in the month of March. We have our six-week journey to the cross group where we're kind of just taking some time to quietly reflect on Jesus's journey to the cross. And I also have my homeschooling books available, Simply... uh, the simple homeschool journey as well as called home if you need kind of a boost in your homeschool at this time of the year i think those would do the trick and we also have the simply living for him devotional available on amazon if you're just looking to spend some time with the lord i will also be speaking in nashville tennessee march 18th 19th and 20th i'd love to see you at the teach them diligently convention i will leave the link in the show notes and until the next time i wish you all the blessings and joy in jesus today